Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 18 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, we're going to give you a recap of our Halo land party we had with some fellow No Podcast listeners. Shinmu 1 and 2 finally have a release date. We're going to discuss the state of Hollow Knight on the eShop. Uh, you can go to a different eShop store and buy it cheaper. So we're going to have a little discussion on the, the ethics behind that. <laughs> hearsay. So that's accusing of hearsay. Uh, there was another game announced Objection. for the Switch. Russell's favorite, <laughs> Russell's favorite PS4 launch game, Warframe. And Darksiders 3 is coming to next generation platforms on November 7th. That was news. I just read the fucking news. You played a lot of Warframe? That's all the news. Hey, That's we it. did it. I've never played Warframe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you downloaded it as a PlayStation 4 launch title. I thought no. That's all we played. No. Are we sticking with that shitty intro? Yeah, that's fine. Just keep that? it going. Yeah, that's all the news. Yeah, just... All right, and then uh, Cesar is going to talk about Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. uh, <laughs> sure. That's my preamble. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm Richard Bergman, joined by Cesar Concepcion II. I have no witty remarks, so... I'm no, I went the wrong way! Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, God, now we have to start over. No, let's just yeah. go. This it's is organic. A, yeah. We gotta, it's organic. We just grow like natural. It feels weird. It's organic. I'm Flight Commander Richard Bergman, joined by Chief Navigation Specialist Russell Bergman. Go. <laughs> and Equipment Operator Cesar Concepcion. Why am I equipment operator? <laughs> <laughs> am I just washing fucking towels? Uh, satellite all array. The, all the red shirts. <laughs> you were red shirt last week. You guys week. never let me do anything cool. <laughs> it was Star Trek people last week. Now we're NASA Command. Yeah, but I'm washing clothes. Equipment manager. <laughs> hey, jock straps. <laughs> don't, don't give me that bullshit that I'm still part of the team. Because <laughs> crucial. Crucial part of the team. Yeah, crucial. Yeah, Crucial RAM. Cesar, we need RAM. Bring us some more RAM oh, for God. our PCs. Where's <laughs> <laughs> <Or some> M.2s? <laughs> oh, make it faster. <laughs> Computer's so fucking slow. All right, that was a hell of an intro. We're winging the shit out of this yeah. one. Guys, we played Halo this weekend before we dive into what we individually played. Yeah, we did. So at NoFogCast HQ, I've got a bunch of old uh, Xbox, original Xboxes and CRT televisions and one donated uh, LED TV. Thank you. You know who you are, uh, Donate. I don't think you listen. Did but you do like the sun and the cross there? I did. Yeah. That was a mucho, mucho appreciado because we would have had to load one more extra heavy-ass TV on that table, which it probably couldn't fit. So having that no, little LED... Oh, stop it. Look at the support we made with the weight underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. So we had a, a old school Halo land party here at uh, No Podcast. Yep. And we had a pretty good time. Yeah. We've done these in the past, and the most we've ever had is four on four, right? We yeah. had eight people at one time. So our top one for this one was five on five. We yep. had for about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, we had some good numbers this time. So what'd you guys think? You've been to every single one. Y'all haven't missed a Halo party yet in four years. This is probably the best one I played. Yeah, this one was great. Did y'all like the... Usually, all right, listeners, uh, well, most of you are here. We have a big upper (laughs) living room area, and we usually spread teams amongst one room to the next one. So this go-around, we just had... We have a row of three TVs on one side of the room and a row of three TVs on the other side of the room, and everybody has their backs to each other, and we're playing team ways that way. Yeah, but, you know, some people miss the door barrier. I remember the door being slammed the last couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but it was always great, too, being able to hear people from behind the door. Oh, you bitch! How did you get me? That was kind of... All that kind yeah. of stuff. But at the same time, it was, it was also hilarious to be sitting and hearing somebody behind you look in the opposite direction and say, I'm in, I'm in the Warthog. Yeah. <laughs> come, somebody, somebody, come get me. Come get me. Like I I'm here. Like come I pick me fucking up. here. Yeah. <laughs> brother, come in. Did y'all like my sign? Because I spent most of the time with you guys over here on this side. When I was staying home, I was like... 
Yeah. I'm trying to be quiet with it. I'm pointing straight down to the ground like, hey. Yeah, you kept screaming, casa, casa, casa. <laughs> it worked. Uh, Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody's hurt casa. Yeah. Yeah, but are they putting that together? It's not as cog. If they're in their game, it's not as cognitive as, I'm staying home to defend the base. I'm just yelling out casa. What do you think? It worked. All right. We lost a lot. It did not work. We did? Mm-hmm. Oh. I had it playing out differently in my mind. <laughs> I was undefeated. I mean, you did come jumping side to sides and start winning in the previous side. So Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. as people come and go, because we do it all day, so people drop, come in, they drop out. We have to fill in seats. I think this was one short, so I won a flag. We play Capture the Flag on Blood Gulch. Is that that Halo 2 map? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I won a point over here, and it was like a 45-minute point. It was hotly contested the whole God, way. That was such a good match. That was the, probably our best round it's, of the day. It's better than the fucking Halo 1 bullshit we went through. It is. It's fun to set up that. Boarding really Party good. is a great map, okay? It's not great with two or three people. We were doing 2v2. Yeah. That, that, that first like warm-up when we were still waiting for people to get here. Yeah. Yeah, that one was... It was still fun. Next time we have... Well, Halo Halo One, we can only do we can do four per Xbox, so we could pack in sixteen. That's what I'm saying. We need to max that out for that map. That, that map's too big for just with a shit ton of people. That would, that would be, be a just awesome fucking chaos. <laughs> it would be nuts. That would just be stupid. Imagine rockets only. Haven't we done rockets on that map? Yeah. No, you can't on Halo One. You can't pick rockets. Only. There are there rockets are rockets on, on it. Yeah. 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 It just takes three minutes for it to fly across the. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't see it, all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? I just exploded. Boom. So a uh, listener, friend of this show, listener, uh, Brant was one of the first ones here. So we were just warming yep. up. He hadn't played original Xbox in a long time. So we were on uh, you and I's favorite map, Russell. I'm drawing a blank. The cold one. Sidewinder. Halo 1, Sidewinder. And he and I are in this battle going across. And I had shot a rocket so long ago, he just <laughs> forgot about it and ended up wandering back into it. I did that... Uh... When we were playing later in the afternoon, one of our wind down matches, yeah, we were, we were I was out on the portals and I shot one over there because I thought somebody might be over there. Jumped through the portals and then when I showed up and went around the corner, I see the missile just coming straight in, <laughs> impacting the hillside right next to me. I was like, "Whoa!" You almost suicided on a super long rocket. I slated on the rocket launchers though. Over on the during the we did lockdown matches. right. We did no. It was still uh, we did do on lockdown a couple times. But I'm talking about during that marathon match that we did. It had to have been about an hour and a half long match uh, on yeah. uh, Beaver Creek. Yep. Uh, not Beaver Creek. Uh, Blood, Gulch. Blood Gulch. Yeah. We had some good Beaver Creek rounds though too. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Because that's always a fun one because it's a lot more faster, faster paced. Yeah. Places to hide for all of 20 seconds before somebody right. finds you. Especially when we're playing with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. We should have done shotguns on that one. Shotguns was fun. Shotguns was a, fun. Is that a Halo 2 map? Yeah, that was that... Um, so we could have customized that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I think you can do shotguns too on Halo 1. You huh? can't... You pick a map and go... You pick a map and a mode but, and do it. But you can you can select uh, like shoddy snipes and stuff on there. So um, you may, may be, able to be able to do a shotgun stuff. You can't do it on the first one? I think so. We'll give that a go because I think we're going to do it again while everything's set up. Yeah. Appreciate y'all helping me but, set up Friday night. Yeah. I mean, you need somebody needs to be the game master and just sit there and just write down different ways to play the game. Jeremy usually builds a bunch of modes. He didn't really customize, but we played those super long matches when he was here. It's yeah. like an hour and a half of one round. We were doing those Marathon Capture the Flag episodes, so, I mean, that was... That's that my was favorite cool. mode. It's, it's hard to beat, especially when we're working as a team like team we have based. been doing, yeah. and it's just fantastic. Go, 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 go. You right. guys get in the war. Go, go, go. 
friend of the podcast listener, Mark's chilling in the cave for 20 minutes with a flag. And we, he won it. We could he not was, find the damn that flag. That was awesome. We could not find it. That was a good round. Just kept murdering them with the rocket launcher, though. They loaded up in that Warhog and come greening across the map. Here we go, guys. We got it. All of our guys. Oh, my God. They're coming in the Warhog. <laughs> All of a sudden, they just explode. That was your times. rocket launchers? Oh, good times. Yeah. They you shot one or two uh, of them? A friend of the podcast, Charles, won. They're, they're going up and across all the small little hills, almost like dunes. Yeah. And I see them, and they're getting all excited, and I hear them cheering and shouting. <laughs> Here we from go. Behind. Here we go. From behind us, yeah. And I just shoot one one rocket, and it just trails right behind them. And I see them starting to make the turn around the base, and I just see the rocket right behind them. <laughs> Here we go. I'm jumping out. Boom. What the hell? No. Where did that come from? That homing rocket bullshit. It's amazing. So good. I thought we had four TVs on each side. Negative. Could we pull that off? I have the Xboxes. I don't have the TVs. We fixed that. All right, so we have we have three TVs that are HD TVs, and then one that is not. And so that one had. Did that one even have S Video hooked up? Or yeah, we, you changed it. We switched it to S Video yeah. mid match on Russell. Russell, weren't you playing? And I just swapped them out. No, I was playing. You were playing. Yeah, but you were able to jump back in. Which, yeah. which we didn't yeah. think you could do that with the game. Because I reset it to the cool. Xbox. Yeah. Yep, because it turned the Xbox off when we unplugged the cable. But we got that TV looking okay. So we just need to add two. I was thinking we had to replace that one. So we could just add two and be okay. No, I mean, it's just composite cables. It wasn't a problem. I mean, we just have two people double up on a TV. We did that on both sides. We had to do that for Halo 1. We did the split screen, split screen. Mm-hmm. We did it for Halo 2. We did it for well. Halo 2 yeah. also. You're right. That's what I'm saying. And it wasn't a problem. I Nobody mean, complained. It, it was nice to have your own TV, but at the same time, Jeremy and I were sitting there on the end like, all right. I mean, you had a big-ass TV anyway. So. Yeah. They were both really good players, too. So it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Good times. We're leaving it hooked up. We'll good go, we'll times. We'll go again. Next time, Battlefront. I've got two copies. How many did you say you had? Uno. Maybe more. Do you have a copy of the original Battlefront? Somewhere. You bought a digital on Xbox One. Can you transfer your Xbox One digital purchase to or, uh, Xbox Negative Two? Yeah, and then once I open up the disc tray, the disc comes out <laughs> magically. Yeah, magically. It downloads yep. and three D prints inside there. And then in three days, the case is mailed to me. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Xbox this is games. the future. Yeah. Hey Phil, if you want full backwards compatibility, this is what we expect these days. This is what gamers are looking for. Make a game. 3D print it inside your 2001 era Xbox. Mm-hmm. Damn, that'd be baller. We need to set up an assembly line one day. I know you've seen this article. There's a um, capacitor that keeps the Xbox clock going, which we don't need to worry about because we always unplug them, so you have to restart it every time anyways. But that capacitor will start leaking, and all that stuff comes out of the capacitor onto the motherboard. Does and it? it'll kill certain model Xboxes. How much energy does it produce? Damn it. 1.21... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I knew we were. Capacitor. I knew we were referencing the thank flux capacitor. It is capacitor. a capacitor. Yeah, is the flux capacitor in there somewhere, or is that in the Xbox One? I mean, wouldn't it count well, as it's, the, it's the flux capacitor somewhere. because the whole point is that it deals with the battery and time. Yeah, so maybe we should time. take them out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the key. We'll be stuck. We'll put it in uh, uh, your uh, your Toyota. Wait, what? Nissan. 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 There we go. And. Ramp it up. Yeah. And go into the future. Look it up. We got some clocks around here somewhere. I think all of 
the Xboxes equals the flux capacitor. If we add two more and we have eight Xboxes land up together, that'll give us the equivalence. Or it'll shut down the the uh, breaker down there. Yeah, it'll probably <laughs> make something explode. Maybe the Xboxes themselves. Cool. Xbox games. Good times. Land party. Good times. Many thanks for everyone that showed up and all of our delicious treats and beverages as contributed and Speaking of which, I went for a beer last night, and I remembered I put all mine in the cooler, and the cooler was MIA, and, yes. I, and I had no beer. I brought over approximately 26 beers. I think I took your, home two. Did your stock get doesn't matter? <laughs> there was that many left? There was two left? Two Miller Lights. All right, we, we stormed through Two beer. Miller Lights, one of those like Bud Light Lime mm-hmm. things or something. Those were good. Thank you for bringing those. Sure. One Corona Premier. Yep, I contributed those. Um, those are good. Had a, I think one of Mark's new Belgians. And I saw he brought some of the Monday Night Brewery stuff in there. I didn't get a hold of any. Or of them. actually, I think it was a friend of the podcast, Cameron's. Cameron brought some. He brought something. It was a blue can. I can't remember the name of it now. And so thank you to all our beer sponsors. Dale contributed uh, two hopscutioners. Yes. Yeah. We had a smorgasbord into the cooler of destiny. I need to put one of the stickers on it. From once nothing <clears> came out. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, we have plenty of no podcast stickers. Listeners, if you want one, let us know. We'll find a way to get you one. Yeah. I think we gave out some after the Halo Day. Uh, send us some uh, fan art, and uh, we'll pick the best one. The winner will get a uh, sticker of some sort. The person who gave us our best fan art made the stickers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're trying to give them back. <laughs> we're in the worst timeline. The darkest timeline. The darkest timeline. All right, guys, that wraps up Halo Land Party. Uh, that was a good time. We'll be doing it again soon. What did y'all play? Sassar, do you want to start off? You've been out for two weeks. What have you gotten and into? I have not played two weeks worth of games. Five o'clock. Yeah. You can fill some time. Well, yeah. I was out of town. You so. played the only game club game, but we'll wait till that. Or do you want to just throw it in and not? Because Russell and I didn't play Banjo-Kazooie. I don't think we announced it last week. We announced it on Instagram. But our July game club game is Banjo-Kazooie, which you can play on N64, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. I think that's the only places it is. They didn't get a weird PC release or anything, did it? And it's not on that no. N64Q system, which no one I know owns. Do you have one of those? No. The Chinese plug-in thing? Yeah, but we can fly to China and get one. Let's go tomorrow. Yeah. So it was only like two grand to get there. Can we not just change our Amazon accounts to Mexico? Mm, ooh. Too soon. We're going to bring that up later. Does that have to do with China? <laughs> <laughs> our our eShop accounts. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I heard Amazon. All right, Cesar, what have you been getting into? Because it's an online account. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Here we we're back in the <laughs> so um, I finally got back in town. I was uh, out of town in Jersey, New York, Delaware, Maryland for uh, work. So uh, I actually did play some Tales of Biseria this week. Got a lot of hours in there. Read an interesting article because I've actually played Tales of Hysteria and uh, beaten it. Yeah, and it was not one of my favorite uh, Tales games. Zestaria, Zestaria, Burstaria, Burstaria, Vesperia, Vesperia, Resedera. Damn it, I can't think of another one. That's just those three. Yeah. I'm thinking... I'm Zillia. No. We went through this. I feel like we just did this on a podcast. <laughs> it's possible. We created yeah. a Tales game. Oh, God. I sent you that street sign somewhere, and somebody yeah. was like, Tales of... It was It was on, uh, I think, two or three episodes ago. Respution. We went through this, because you were trying to keep it all straight, and... I was trying to figure out which Tales to start with. Yeah. Well, here, here's an interesting article I read. I beat Tales of Zysteria. Thought it was okay. Um... 
it what's funny is Viserys is like the complete opposite of Zisteria. You have like in Zisteria, the main character is like a goody two shoes. Okay. Like as good as you can be, trying to do everything right. Viserys, Super wholesome. Yeah. Viserys, the main character, is trying to get revenge. Uh, it's more of a darker story. But I did read an article that, that those two games... It's one of those rare cases where the sequel, which is actually a prequel, because it takes place a thousand years before this area, and we talked about this a little bit, but... Darkest I, timeline. I had to get get through it in the article, because they said that the Viseria game has actually made Zisteria better. Where does Lucky Tales fall in the timeline? So, to make a long That's story short... it's <laughs> a good one. Make, to make a long story short... <laughs> I think I'm going to get through this Tales of Asteria and then replay Zisteria. Why? Why would you do that? I'm going based completely off this article where it says it, the, pre, the predecessor makes the previous game better. Do you have a quote for the article? Do you know where listeners can find it at? That's a great question. Our dozens of Tales fans? Hysteria. The, Wisteria. The one. It's a Georgia-based one, Wisteria. Yes. Tales of Wisteria. <laughs> you like that? Yes, you do. <laughs> it's horrible. That's great. But outside of that, I mean, putting more hours in Basaria, I'm, I'm at this point where Velvet, uh, <laughs> the main character, is trying to get her revenge on um, a family member who has died and getting closer and closer to the capital. So that's where I left off in that game. Division 2? Eh, sort of. So you went to New York. Was there any cool video game-related things that you did there? Any shops? or? I did go to uh, the Nintendo store. The Homeland? The Homeland. The Fatherland. The Motherland. Did you make a sacrifice there? Negative. That place was packed, though. It was busy? <laughs> it was fucking over the top, yeah. You sent us some pictures of some cool shirts and stuff. Yeah. We should put those on the Instagram. From your official New York Nintendo World Nintendo World store? Is that what that one's called? Just a Nintendo store. Nintendo store? Mm-hmm. Anything super cool there? Like something you've never seen before? Most of it just was exclusive clothing. I just picked up like all three of the exclusive shirts. That's what it was? It was merchandise? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they, they had a section where you can... I didn't take a picture of the wall of Amiibos where it has every fucking Amiibo ever made um, just lined up in the display case. Like Beanie Babies. No, I did send you the photos of all the consoles they ever made lined up. Yep. Had you seen all of those or were there some that you... Did they have like the old uh, Pong style? They did. The, what is it? The Fairchild F? Is yeah, that like the right? very, very first console they made that looks like a Pong console. Yep. It's the bottom one in the very left. I've never seen photos. any of those. I've only seen it there. That's it. It had the controllers attached to it and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember you sending the photos, but yeah. I think it's been a week and a half. Damn. But yeah, they're really like cool history. This. Yeah. Did you just send it to me or did you put it in the thread? I put it in the thread. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was flooding during the thread, the so. There was a, he was sending tons of photos at one time. Oh, yeah. yeah. If it was during work day, too, I probably missed it. I think it was. Mm-hmm. You went to a Braves game up there? I did. Saw Got Braves those. Yankees, yeah. and you saw a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Braves came back at the end. The only one we won. Yep. The one of the two. You should have gone to the other two. Yeah. yeah. What the hell's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's on me. Yeah. You're just up there to go to baseball games and Nintendo retail stores. Yeah, Not yeah, it's on time. me. Yeah, but outside of that, it wasn't too bad. I didn't get to see too many video game stores on my plan and work called. I was trying to sneak off of Philadelphia at one point, but I couldn't. That would have been cool. That was that attitude. I'm trying to find something to counter that, but I can't. I'm just There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. That's right. Yeah. Just embrace it. Moving on. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oof. All right. So, outside of that, this is a great segue, uh, Richard. It leads into a uh, majority of my list, which are all Tales fucking games. portable games. And <laughs> Tales. So, I did, I did uh, in my years of Tales, I, I did pick up a, uh, started playing Tales of Hearts R again. The Vita game. The Vita game, yeah. What did you take on your trip? Did you just take 
the Vita and the Switch? Took the Vita, the Switch, and the 3DS, and I was judged at uh, TSA Security. Poor K. Because they're like, damn, you have so many fucking electronics. Because mm-hmm. I have my work laptop, too, so... <laughs> I just literally like yeah, I literally <laughs> fucking had like two cases worth of shit. Like, they were like, "Damn, dude, you had eight bins." I was, I was like, saying, you had like yeah, eight bins." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I mean, I'm fucking gone for ten days. I'm like, this is not a fucking weekend trip." It's like, get off me. I need my gear. Yeah. So outside of that, I played Tales of Tales of Hearts. I put some more hours into that. It's just, I don't know. How is that one? Because I remember wanting to get it. I think the retail release was a GameStop exclusive. It was. I never picked that At one. At some up. point, the digital copy was like five ninety nine. Right. Super cheap. It, it was the better of the remake. It's a remake of a 3DS. No, not a 3DS. Excuse me. A DS game. It's probably the better of the two because the other one was Tales of Innocence. Which one did we import? Is it the remake of that one? The one that I imported on the DS? Yeah. Tales of Innocence. The, so it's not that one? No. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get hearts. I got Innocence and Japanese DS, so... Outside of that one, it's just uh, a main character whose emotions get spread throughout the world, and you got to find them. And that's Sounds like a Tales game. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. The only thing that's weird is I've always liked the production value of the Tales games, and I've liked the English voice acting, but this one was done on a budget, so this one was completely Japanese subtitles. It's taking a little while to get used to. So That's interesting. Yeah. So are the, the different emotions are spread out, do they, are they represented by the hearts? Yeah, it's like where the one, one for like... Comes like Fear, uh, cowardice, love, and stuff like that, and whichever one she gets, she tend to over exuniates. So like she'll be extra scared or extra shy, or just okay. depending which one you get. She's got that simple. It's sort of like the anime as bigger brother, like I'm gonna protect my sister. Right. Don't you dare fall in love with her. Kind of bullshit. Oh, so. Okay. Bung. Cut. You gonna stick with that one? Yeah, your tells. Outside this of that, is the year of tales. Year of tales. I'm, 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 I'm doing it. It's happening. My tales of Petunia for PSP came in. My, my non-broken version. Tales of Petunia. What, tales of what? Oh, Eternia. Eternia. Yeah. <laughs> I think I what, what did, I, what did I say? I heard Petunia. Tales of Petunia. I was like, okay. I could have said one. I could have said Petunia. <laughs> so it's an odd one. We'll listen to it when we play it back. Let's not. <laughs> um, outside Go with of it. Outside of that, I did stop by at Best Buy in Jersey, picked up an Ease 8 and release date. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, I got halfway through Ease 8 on uh, the PS4 before they uh, sent. They had to redo that localization, so mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that patch. So I'm kind of like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. So I was like, you know what, I'll just, the plan is I'll get caught up to where I was at on PS4 and the Switch and then just drop that all together and finish it on the PS4. Gotcha. So That makes sense. It doesn't make sense. In Still enjoying people. it? No, it doesn't. No, but it makes perfect sense. No. It was a bad translation. <laughs> he played half of a game with one version. Now he, I mean, start, he enjoyed every minute of what he played. It was great. You were selling me on yeah, this game. Yeah, it was like a fucking Dreamcast game. So it got a great translation, which is applied to the front part of the Switch one. So now he'll play all the way up until that point, and then he'll pick up the good translation on PS4 yeah. and finish it. And get it's kind of a refresher. Game. Yeah, but you're forgetting the fact that he's going to be putting down his Switch, which is a bad thing. See, that, I knew that's what he was alluding to. So. Yeah, because he's a Switch gamer. Thank you for the... Yeah. Uh, he's a major Switch gamer. I illustrated it. Yes, yeah. and I appreciate yeah. it, but that's I, not I, at all what I was getting. I like, as, I like as moderator and captain of yeah. this NASA vessel, I like to steer us in the right direction. And They have commanders, not captains. I'm the commander of this vessel, and you are dealing with the equipment operators. So yeah, let me have. I'm the equipment fucking manager. I have a whole bunch <laughs> of random shit. <laughs> so, but all right, if you guys want to get back to wherever the fuck we're going, I'm the navigator. So I'm just saying. What was it's like the flight of the navigator shit? I, what am I missing here? I control this shit. O rings. So O rings. 
I can I can gush about how Ease Eight is great, but it's great. So we're twenty eighth. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what's happening. Off flight. Yeah. Plans. Yeah. SDS fifty one L. Now we're taking a deep dive into NASA history. (laughs) I I just remember (laughs) you started us down that route. (laughs) Yeah. I I just remember the the translation on the before they redid the localization. There was a what was it? There was a level called the Big Hole. The and, devil's and it, anus. That's what it was alluding to, was the big hole. That's what the level was called. And they would reference it in the game in the script. Like, we got to go to the big hole. I'm like, what's happening here? I didn't know it was called that before I chose it. It's like, I'm, I'm laughing because these normal people are having normal conversations about a big hole. I'm like, all right. My 13-year-old self can't take this. This is getting weird. But outside of that, um, I, I did put some time in there. Not much to talk about it. I mean, this is more retread of what I did through where you just throw it on the ship. Um, it's one of those rare ones where you, you meet the whole cast on this ship. Something happens, you crash and land on an island, you can't get off for whatever reasons. Lord and you have flies. to go through and no. Island of the Blue Dolphin? Because there's nobody. Well, there's somebody. It's overweight. Nobody loses a head. Castaway. Oh, yeah. So that's fucked up. No Lord of the Flies. No, Is there a volleyball with. Uh, no conch. With. Nope. Coconut hair coming out of it? Mm. And a blood print face? Bloody print him. I looked, face. but I couldn't find one. Did uh, you look hard enough? I will. I'm going to spend the next 90 hours looking for Wilson. Were there any FedEx packages that washed up on the... <laughs> no, 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 no. One thing at a time. Have we run out of movies? Yeah. I, I double-dipped um, on you didn't Castaway. Do the, you you, you did. didn't do anything... But that's with, a good one. You didn't do it's anything with the Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon's another one. I haven't seen it. Bro, is Brooke Shields on the island? Is it too is, late? Is she topless? Yeah. You can, you can throw that on there. That's the majority of the movie. She's with her brother, too, right? Isn't that character her brother? Yes. It's another Flowers in the Attic nightmare. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. It's a good movie. Move on. <laughs> So outside of that, <laughs> outside of that, I did start playing uh, Final Fantasy three again for random reasons on the PSP. Interesting. The actual three, not uh, our the, three. the real three, the real three. Not the I don't know if it's a good three. Is this the one that got remade as the polygon? This was the one that they had on DS. They just ported it over the PSP for whatever reason. Yeah, the polygon style one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll try to go through it. The the thing that annoys me the most is that it they still haven't fixed that error where. It tells you X to confirm and O to back out, and on the actual controller, it's flaw- it swapped. Mm-hmm. So every time I push confirm, it just won't do anything. Kind of like your demon <laughs> Xbox controller from Halo. That was a configuration. If you signed in with the correct profile, <laughs> it was not because Jeremy signed in with a completely different one. Because I made I made note of it. He you tried like, to give it to him. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, <laughs> I gave it to him. He's like, I don't know what's I, happening. I got on that controller too, and he was like, it's a bullshit controller. Because I'm sitting, I can't reload. I'm just swapping guns. I'm like, what's sw- happening? I'm, I'm dying. Weapons. Did you end up swapping it out? It's that piece of shit right there. The green <laughs> I see somebody. I see somebody unplugged it. Yeah, fuck so that controller. Friday night when we were setting up that one Toshiba that doesn't have the good picture on it before we fixed it. We all decided that was the ass TV, and we were going to sit, just like old school, when you'd invite somebody over, and you gave them your bullshit controller right. that didn't work, just like that Halo. Yeah, one. you gave me the bullshit TV. <laughs> I walked in here, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll get the, the broken ass one. So Saturday, we're, we're lining up, and Cesar's downstairs getting a drink or something. I'm like, all right, I see the, I count numbers. I'm like, everybody sit down. Leave Cesar that one and see what he says. And he comes up, and he's like, okay, I got the butthole TV. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. I already knew what was happening. So I was great. Yeah. <laughs> That was not a game of chance, so I was like, like yeah. oh, God, I walked up to this. But we fixed it. We got the picture. Mm-hmm. The picture, I think, actually looks pretty good on there now. With the, You can really see the scan lines and it's stuff. Doable. I think it looks good. It's doable. We'll still try to upgrade, or I'll just add two. I can get two in here without the missus seeing that I'm lugging two TVs upstairs. I, no, I have no part in this. 
You can and you will. I can and I won't. I mean, why don't you just try to throw it up to the window from downstairs? There you go. Yep. Just strap it to Coop Dog. Yeah, y'all throw me a rope. I'll wrap the TV in the rope. You pull up the boob tube over the windowsill. She'll never know. Yep. That doorbell thing will not let her know. The ring. (laughs) (laughs) As it it records our stupid episodes. (laughs) It falls down and we're all panicking and shit. (laughs) Walking around in circles. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yelling at each other up and down. And then you see her come out the door and just throwing it in the bushes. We're like... "Mm." It's like an old Benny Hill episode. <laughs> What's he? That's, that's our first ever live stream. <laughs> no podcast with a bunch of idiots. <laughs> that's us. Oh, Lord. All right. Is that all, all the games you played? Awesome. I, I did play some Final Fantasy X. Oh, what are you playing that on? PS4. Uh, digital copies on sale for $12. I jumped. Why not? You didn't already have a physical? On multiple consoles. You just wanted to <laughs> How many uh, PS4, consoles? PS3, Vita. Final Fantasy X is almost in like Super Mario Brothers territory. That's my favorite. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. So. Is it? Mm. I don't think I've ever started that one. I always stop at about the same point. I'm like, eh, okay. I've only played like one boss battle because a friend of the podcast, Mark, got stuck on it. And I think we were like that was in that our heyday of seven, just turn based stuff. Yeah, because it's like, a good, he's right it. about it being a good pure turn based. That battle system's great. Mm-hmm. The story was great too. Being able to swap people in and out was awesome. Yeah, seeing that that was the first one where you could see the moves coming up, so you knew who was mm-hmm. going where and you could plan accordingly. So if you went to like defend, you would see how it would break down and shuffle out who yeah. who went where. You know, where I always stop Blitzball because I'm like I don't want to lose this, but I think Blitzball is so fucking hard. And I don't care enough to like learn it, so I half-ass through it. See, you're, I'm the opposite. I'm just like, I need to get through this bullshit. I'm just like, I, I didn't care at that. You point. just want to finish. I just it. like throwing shit everywhere. It's like I don't care if I have to lose this match or not. Just let me just get to the story. Blitz balls. It's like soccer and it's like underwater hit soccer. Points. Yeah, it's bad. It's not soccer. But you, you, all right. So it's like a bastard. You, you use only your hands. Maybe no. You, you kick it a couple times. Because you're underwater, but they're not... I don't think... Do they have a little breathing apparatus? No, it's something with the water you can breathe in it. That's uh, awful. It The game has a great flow in the beginning, and you get to this point, and it's just garbage. But I need to do like Cesar says and just play it. Kind of like Chocobo it. Racing? Uh, worse than Chocobo Racing. Damn. I don't feel like, I don't feel like Blitzball is really a game. I mean, there's people who are going to write Russell at nofodcast at gmail.com and tell him how great Blitzball is. I but, don't know if those people exist. I've never <laughs> ever went online and never said like we have dozens. Of I love Final Fantasy Ten for Blitzball. Yeah, like like holy shit, they're rem- they're we're getting a remaster of Final Fantasy Ten. Time for some Blitzball. Give yeah. us a standalone. Somebody want a standalone game. Blitzball. Yeah, and somebody's like, oh, I got a bracket ready for the remaster comes out. We're getting this shit started. <laughs> when Ten Two was announced, they were like, yes, Blitzball. <laughs> I think Ten Two. The sad thing about Ten Two is I, I love Ten so much. The ending was so sad. Yeah. So. I, I think I played like the the first battle in Ten Two. I'm like, nope, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was mean, it the world you couldn't dive back into? You weren't invested in the story anymore. I just the battle system just changed so much. I mean, there's there was a point where you, you can alter your clothes that affects how you fight in battle. I'm like, I know I it hinges know. on your dress. But and I, I kind of read a, about you know the storyline and I'm interested in it. So I mean, there is a point where it does kind of resolve any of the ending loose threads um, from Ten, and then on top of that, that remaster comes with the audio. Uh, CD that kind of finishes it up even more because I guess we're not going to get a 10-3. Somehow we got a 13-3, but we're not going to get a 10-3. So. Was there like a radio history or radio story or something at the end of 10-2? It's an audio thing, yeah. It's like okay. kind of like an audio drama. Like a drama? Mm-hmm. That's cool, though. 
And you know, those things are big in Japan. You know, you got anime on it, audio CDs and like visual novels and stuff like that. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast today. It was comparing Metal Gear Solid to visual novels, and it was a really cool argument because basically, like all your codec conversations are just those same visual style, visual novel style interactions. Yeah. It's just dressed up in the tech. Colonel. Mm-hmm. That was a cool point. Meryl. Russell, what have you played? I unfortunately have not had more experiences killing Nazis. Um, no Wolfenstein to go? No Wolfenstein to go, even though I was traveling uh, a little bit. Did you get week. it? Yeah. Uh, day one. Did you play any of it? You have yeah. it with you? Uh, yeah. I want to see it. I've got it right here. Um, we'll break it out here shortly. <clears throat> I've probably got... Three or four hours into it, okay. I think. Or no, it's about three hours, 15 minutes or so, because I loaded it up. That's very specific. Well, <laughs> it's because I loaded it up at 100% battery, and I killed the battery on it. That's right, that's right. We did. We talked about that last so week. That, it was like a perfect time tracker. Yep. It, that, so that sounds like it's about the same as what you used to get out of Zelda. Zelda's yep. about three hours. Exactly. And uh, I meant to set up my dock, because that was how I decided to play it, was to just dock it and... Uh, play it via TV so I wouldn't have to stop playing after three hours. And uh, instead, I wound up playing Star Trek Bridge Crew <laughs> with the Next Generation DLC. All right, man, come on, you got to do the theme song. I had the wailing part in mind, though. No, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking more of the, the, the OG Star Trek. <laughs> That's it. Somebody put this man out of his misery. You just peeked this out on Audacity. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's about to bust. I peeked. Um, I downloaded the new DLC because I, while I was traveling, I was uh, with some friends and and uh, the bridge crew in person for July the fourth. Um, hope everybody, hope all of our listeners had a great July the fourth. Happy Independence Day. Blah blah blah. I was prepping um, for Halo. We had so that's a, I had a great time. Uh, yeah. Um, we had a, a great discussion talking about uh, Sea of Thieves Bridge Crew and Star Trek Bridge Crew. Um, so it made me want to begin playing Bridge Crew again. I think it ignited us all uh, wanting to start playing it. So uh, Friday after we got done setting up for Halo Day, I went home. Uh, probably, I think I logged on about 8, uh, 8.30, 9 mm-hmm. or so. Wound up playing until about 1.30 Saturday morning and had an absolute blast. Fortunately, none of the uh, friends of the podcast or my regular bridge crew were able to make it with me. You played solo? But I played with randoms randoms and actually had a blast. Really? Everybody was great. Uh, I played with a bunch of people from... It was was hilarious. It was so much fun. Hands tweaking all over the place. Because, let's see, the the first uh, group I had, we probably played for a good two hours. Uh, Three of us had our move controllers, and there was one guy who... uh, was just playing non VR with his regular controllers, and um, I didn't know you could do non VR. Yeah. Okay. And by the by the end of that, that changes everything. Yeah, I'm down now. I'm ready to do it. Hold on, guys. I'm going to turn on the Xbox and buy a, or PlayStation and buy a copy. Yeah. Um, warp speed. Yep. Oh man, look at that download speed. Transport. <laughs> We're gonna be here for the next 48 hours. Computer download. Um. So what were y'all playing? The same campaign or like new DLC or what? What is the new DLC? <laughs> uh, I heard new DLC. New <laughs> DLC. The new DLC is uh, you can now be an android. Uh, instead like of data. Just, just a like data. You look exactly actually the different avatar things that look just like data. Um, were you data? Weird. I was not. I have a Vulcan because the Vulcan is the only one that has a mustache. And uh, so I that. had to go that route. 
So like, um, like your evil half mustache? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, he kind of does look a little evil. Obviously, uh, take a picture of it next time I'm playing. I'm actually, no, it's going to be it's Monday. It's like, oh, I'm going to play it on tonight. No. I've been crazy. <laughs> I've been no. crazy on you got excited and you're just like, oh. oh I want to do PUBG tonight. Are y'all down afterwards? No. Too late? i got to travel it, tomorrow. There's a lot of factors that depends on if that's going to ever happen. Okay, Anyways, Xbox up look, look, right, new Under DLCs. Russell's, Under Russell's Bridge Crew. New Avatar. Uh, new ship. They brought in the NC-17-9, I think is the official designation. Send your corrections to Russell. Yeah. Uh, he's nofodcast at gmail. I'm sure somebody knows. <laughs> Don't get at me, Trekkies. I'm a Star Wars fan. Come at him. Um, oh, that just brought them on tenfold. Yeah. Bring get the pain. <laughs> uh, but you get to play on the TNG Enterprise. And uh, which is a lot of fun, but it does change it up a little bit. It makes it a little bit more difficult uh, because some of your options on the USS Aegis, which is uh, the main game ship. Aegis. It is Aegis. Aegis. A-E-G-I-S? A- it's Aegis. Aegis. Um, are not available. So there's a, there's a way where you can uh, hack the other ships and stuff like that and cause problems on their ship. You can't do that using the uh, Enterprise from TNG. And uh, it also changes around, there's no longer a tactical uh, position, there's an operations. So you have to do a couple different things than you normally would in the uh, main ship. Um, but it's a lot of fun. There's also a set of Borg missions where you have to fight the Borg yeah, and fuck the Borg. run from them. Which um, one are those? The robot looking things? Yeah, they the, have all the cables and shit sticking yeah. in them. Um, cool character designs. It is pretty neat. Uh, I actually know nothing of that story. I think they're introduced as a Star oh. Trek Nemesis. Where are they from? Yeah, I don't know. You don't know the lore? No, I don't. I don't know either. I've so. gotten. I have gotten halfway through. The, uh, <laughs> I thought Cesar was gonna like educate us here. I have gotten through <laughs> half of the uh, seasons <laughs> on uh, long ago. Next generation. It's a great <laughs> show. It's a fantastic show. Once you get past like season two, it really picks up. Um, Wesley. Uh that looks great. Number one. Yeah. See? It's great. It's pretty cool. Assimilate. Um, but it is a lot of fun. I had a blast. Is that a spoiler? Patrick um, Stewart is a Borg? No, because it's so well known at this point. Yeah, I think it's in some movie, right? I think it's a nemesis. They turn him into one? Yeah. They capture him and turn him into Borg. Sounds like a Resident Evil Does he ever come back? No. That's how he takes Shatner away, too. They killed Shatner, I thought. That's how. Turned him no. into a Borg. That's how he dies? I don't know. This I'm in a, shambles now. <laughs> the lore sucks. Like I said, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. I told you I don't know the lore. Um, but it, it's great. There's a, there is the board This one, the one with Shatner was Generations. Um, it is? Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they change up the uh, patrols and the different rescue missions. There's a couple of additional ones. Uh, there's one that's like a scientific mission where you just fly back and forth and you scan shit. And only two of the four people have anything to do. And so half of us were just sitting there like, okay, this is a lot of fun. I'm just going to sit here and uh, reroute power to shields for no fucking reason. And uh, we were having a good time with it. Messing messing with the one guy that didn't have move controllers and flicking them off and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, like you do on uh, video games. Yeah. Um, but it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to playing it again. Uh, just not tonight. Night. Just definitely not tonight. <laughs> or we have an update. Um, they turned him back from being a Borg, so I can, spoilers. I can go to sleep now. Spoilers. I'll never watch that movie ever. Have again. you ever even watched Next Generation? Just here and there, like syndication, not any kind it's, of it's like. It's really good. Dove though. into it. Dove yeah. into it. Number one. 
I just remember they played poker a lot in the holiday. Shut up, Wesley. Dad used to watch it, and so we'd watch it with Dad. Well, we'd watch uh, Voyager and Enterprise. I remember him watching Voyager, but that was only after Next Generation was off air. Yeah, because maybe that was. And he watched Deep Space Nine. I probably know more about Deep Space Nine and Voyager than Next Generation. That's That's what I was was getting at, because I don't remember ever watching a lot of uh, Next Gen. Right. It was always Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then Enterprise. I don't want. I watched a couple episodes of Enterprise with them. Yeah, that was in your later years. So. But it's great. I have in my later years. You guys should at least get it. You don't even have to load it up on VR. You can just play the regular edition. But it's so much more Next fun. Next time in it's VR. on sale, I'm gonna get it. When you, on, when you get to spin in the chair and shit, and just mess with people behind you, and, and you can be like me, just leave it sealed still and look at it. Like, oh, one day, one day. At least try it out. <laughs> Unwrap it. Try it out. I did experience one issue uh, about 20 minutes before I got off, and, and when we were winding down, my left ear just went immediately blank. It just cut out. Like real life? What the hell? In the game? game? Yeah. Not real life? How did you test it? I was like, what You have to troubleshoot. Did you pull up another audio source and hold it up? Well, my right ear was good. So I pulled up my left ear and I was like, what the hell? Because it sounded like my left ear just went out. And so... So you're sitting there like Van Gogh? Pretty much. Well, less bloody. But yeah. And, uh, but I wound up... um, I would have said that more bloody. Yesterday I checked it out. And I I almost thought about getting on a plane, but that was when uh, you were texting me about PUBG anyways. So I wound up just unplugging it and plugging it back in, checking to make sure the power was on. And that seems to have worked. It does seem a little bit quieter, but I think that may just be me because I was at least getting sound out of it this time as opposed to the uh, previous occasion when I was actually playing. I did not have any sound whatsoever. So I was briefly very terrified that my VR was already broken. That is the nightmare. Yeah, but it wasn't. So Because you have the one with the integrated headset, right? Yeah. And that's why does that come out? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it it clips in in the back. Okay. So I just pulled it out and plugged it back in. Son of a bitch, we don't have that clips. I thought it was stuck in. I thought it was built into the headset. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Well, it, it's it, a community headset. That's what also didn't make sense to me because it, it is built into the headset, mm. but the little clip for the earplugs comes down and hangs off. But at the same time, it's still an integrated thing because it's the same thing your right one is coming out of. So I don't know. I don't know what the issue was there, and I figured it was just a bad connection with that little earbud piece. So that's why I just. Uh, it's pulled, still 3D audio, right? As you turn your head, you it can. In. It changes the. It's good science, man. Yeah, it makes sense on paper, right? Don't know if hypothesis is true. Yes, it is. Uh, still 3D. Surround. Keep that up, and you'll get a promotion from Navigator. Mm-hmm. So I'm, watch those instruments. I'll always be equipment manager. <laughs> so I, hear, I, guess, I guess I'm washing jock straps tonight. I get it. I get actually, it. I, hear some, I hear some forks rattling in the kitchen. Go make sure that's real secure down there. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and I walk out and close the door like you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're that angry disgruntled. Yeah. Like, God damn it! You spitting on the forks and putting <laughs> them in there. Spraying fucking Windex and all the food. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody could survive without my work and effort. Next week, I won't make you chef of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Windex revenge. (laughs) How's that ammonia taste? (laughs) It's got D in it. Cesar, great job on the beans. Yeah. What'd what'd you do? It's fucking great. It's melting off the screen on my iPad, though. (laughs) Oh, God, guys. I'll be right back. Just hear a flush in the background. Uh, Other than that, I played uh, PUBG. um, Because... I've been wanting to play, and then you hit me up, and I was like, yes, let's do it. You played solo. I played solo. I couldn't get on. Got a 13th. Uh, There was only 13 people left. Um, (laughs) Somebody get this man a medal. It was a tight circle. 
I heard the guy outside of my my building. Which map? Paint the picture. Uh, Erangel. The what? The one the gr- uh, Frozen Girls are on. The original one. Um, Frozen Girls. <laughs> Anna and Elsa. Oh, God. Aaron Gill? I've seen that movie once. You can't use that as fucking third reference. Third week straight, we've used the same reference in the same I've comedy. seen the movie once. All I know is about a fucking snowman. And his name's Olaf. There's a reindeer, too. His name's Sven. I thought Sven was the dude. That's Kristoff. And the Olaf character actually confuses the two of them in his calling. So where is Rapunzel? <laughs> In the superior film titled Tangled. <laughs> it's in the same fucking universe, though. I'm throwing some shade. Yeah. No, actually, Rapunzel is at the end. They're going to the... Uh, is what it the end? end? Yeah. No, at the beginning when they're... The coronation day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see Rapunzel and... Tangled. Errol. Errol Flynn. Ryder. Flynn Ryder. It's a play on Errol Flynn. Flynn Ryder is from Tangled. You'll see him and Rapunzel walking to the coronation ceremony. Errol Flynn, the janitor from Scrubs? That's something else for No, his Mike name is Yanni Tor. Harold Flynn's from Adventures of Robin Hood, the old swashbuckler. Yeah, yes, yes, I know. I'm pretty sure it's his son. You should, this is like a direct yes, lineage ins- exactly. inspiration. Swashbuckler. That uh, Neville Sinclair. We're going to bring Rocketeer back oh, one God. episode. Of <laughs> the Neville Sinclair character is the Errol Flynn of uh, Rocketeer. I just remember Jennifer Connelly. She's in that. She is. She's amazing in that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I, I, I keep fucking scooting back. I don't know how I hit the hit, hit Back the to your spot. equipment. Yeah. Fucking equipment. What? Kill me as I stand? Thought you were a sporting man. All right, PUBG, 13th. Um, we totally derailed yeah, from your PUBG story. Circle, time. mountain. So you're on Miramar. No, no. Oh, <laughs> what? Myanmar. Myanmar. <laughs> Fox Archipelago. <laughs> um, I'm on the coast. Next to the the military island, um, it's it's right there, but it's closing on the power station yes. portion of that island. Malta and all that. Yeah, and, there, and so there's a bunch of really tiny buildings and that long-ass beach. And so I'm in a three-store building trying to find... I've got great weapons and pretty okay equipment, but I have no scopes or any medical equipment. But I, I break out of... It's not a way to survive. Yeah, it was kind of pretty terrible. Death is imminent. Because mm-hmm. um, I drove across the map. And to get it, back into the... Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those where I was like, oh my God, I've got everything, shit, but shit, not shit, exactly shit. everything that I need. And uh, so I parked my Jeep next to that one. I see somebody coming, but he's like lagging up the beach, so I'm not even going to try and test Like that shot. Gears of War crab walking? Yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm running up in the, in the building. I'm like, if I hear him open a door because I'm closing all the doors behind me, I'll be sure to just light him up as soon as I see him. And... Uh, Sure enough, I get to the, the third story and I hear him taking off on my Jeep. And I'm like, all right, that's ah. cool. Let's see how it is. The circle is, is closing, but I'm still like right next to it. So I'm able to run out of that building and into a smaller one where I hear like World War Three going down. There's grenades <laughs> flying. Bah, 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 you know, just all sorts of shit. But it's with just with inside the circle. So. Is that a dead cat? <laughs> like a parrot. What the fuck's a cat doing there? <laughs> Sounds like a cat. <laughs> like a TIE fighter. Russell's like, where am I? How does that sound like a TIE fighter? It is like the cat thing. You didn't hear it? I thought it was a TIE fighter too. Like uh-huh. one way off in the distance. <clears throat> You're in the bottom of a canyon, you just hear one certain pitch as it goes. Yeah, all the time. All right, Russell's <laughs> in World War Three in PUBG. Used to bullseye womp rats back home, flying through Baker's Canyon. We're back to Star Wars. Anyways. Star um, Wars bridge crew. 
I find uh, <laughs> the game you were talking about earlier, Battlegrounds, <laughs> Star Wars Bridge Crew Battlegrounds. Um, so uh, I I found shelter within this smaller building where uh, World War Three was happening outside, and I could hear the guy running around, and I was waiting for him, and then it sounded like he ran off in the distance. The circle was beginning to close. I thought I was safe, and I started going around the building. You were but, never safe. But I was I was making sure. And he just got the drop on me, and just lit me up. He had like an SKS and stuff, and uh, he had a, he headshot at me instantly. And I was like, man, if I had just waited or, or thrown something, but I, it was what it was. It's always that hindsight with PUBG. Yep. Because I told you that story last week, and it's like, why didn't I just wait? You were, yeah. You were right there by the circle. I still had like a minute and twenty seconds, yeah. and I was like, I just wanted to get a better vantage point, and I wanted to try to get to another building and see if I could get some of that equipment that I needed. And I could have just waited, or I could have just started firing faster. Because I had a tree also in front of me, because I was trying to build in some uh, some defense for myself. But um, I rage quitted that after that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. Uh, so then there was a rage quit involved. And uh, that's when, uh, um, it was still rather early in the evening, and a friend of the podcast, Alan, which we've mentioned several times already, has been dying to, to get me to play God of War ever since it mm-hmm. came out um, because he bought it. I think that's the only reason why he, he started up his PlayStation here recently. Uh, but he bought it, and I think he beat it within a week. Um, oh, wow. He, he slayed it. And he, he absolutely loved it. Uh, wouldn't tell me anything about it except almost daily, have you played God of War yet? Have you gotten it yet? You need to get this game. Have you gotten it yet? You need to play this game. Um, so I finally decided... To just give it a shot. I'll I'll see how this goes and uh, you know see what happens. Been meaning to play it. I love Chris Judge. Uh, I love Norse mythology. Uh, let let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wound up uh, sliding it in there. And um, about five hours later, I finally had to stop to, uh, to go to sleep and get ready for work the next day. Yeah, grab a hold of you then. It was fantastic. Um, if it had been Saturday night, well, I would have still been here uh, watching either Croatia beat Russia or uh, Atlanta United beat Philadelphia. <laughs> Got to get our soccer in. Continue that trend. Um, all I know is Russia lost. That's all that matters. And Atlanta United won. Um, Collusion is dead. For now. No collusion. Um, we'll see what the Supreme Court justice says. Um, it's fantastic. It's very good. It's a, it was a lot easier for me to jump into uh, as opposed to when I started God of War three. Of course, granted, there's already a uh, uh, storyline built alongside one, two, and three in terms of God of War. But I think too, it was um, more so the character. I actually cared about the character right off the bat. More so than uh, I, I did necessarily God of War three. Of course, which one? Uh, which character? Both of them. Oh, uh, Kratos and Atreus. Um, their dynamic, and what you start doing as soon as you start playing is fantastic. Um, it's a beautiful game too. It's one of the most beautiful games I've seen in a long time. And you're playing on regular PlayStation Four. And I'm playing on regular PlayStation Four, so I can't imagine what it would be like on a 4K TV, 60 frames, and on a PS4 Pro or something. I mean, it it, it looks fantastic. It plays excellent. I had some issues, and it might have been just my novice uh, level of 
understanding and familiarity with God of War 3, but the combat in God of War uh, is a lot more intuitive. And it's a totally different play style. Yeah, it's... it's right, Cesar? You've beaten all God of War games. Actually, I have. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. There's only six. Eight. And to be fair, this is the only Seven. one I've been interested in. Eight. Here we go. God of War. God of War 2. Sorry. Three. 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 Ghost of Sparta. Chains of Olympus. Ascension. New God of War. Which one am I missing? Seven. Listeners, write in with the secret eighth God of War game. You said six. I said seven. You said eight. No, you said six. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Russell. Anyways, (laughs) it's fantastic. I couldn't stop playing. I ignited the Bifrost. I'm in Midgard. um, You're in Midgard for the uh, beginning of the game. Then you get to... Did they mention anything from the third one? Not really. No, Not so you, far. You haven't gotten that far yet. No. Cool. Yeah, I haven't. Um, or the, the first trilogy. There's I guess you get a to lot that. of references to the trilogy in there. Yeah, I've, I've I've encountered an individual that knows my past as Kratos, but um, that is kind of one of those story hooks of apparently the kid knows nothing, Atreus boy, um, which is great. They like their interaction. It hasn't gotten old to me yet, but I can understand why people get mad at it for a while because it's, boy, come here. Boy, follow me. Just all the time. Right. But um, it's fantastic. You... You're digging it, huh? The the Stranger. I don't know how to describe the... It's called The Stranger. The, yeah, the encounter with that. Um, what Have you done that first... A Shaman? Have you done that first boss fight that Cesar and Michael were talking about? I don't remember. They referenced it to a Superman-like encounter. You have, uh, if you met the stranger. The stranger, yeah, that was fantastic. Cool. And that was, um, I was kind of re- ready to wind things down because I didn't know where the story was taking me, and then that happened. Because first you beat this massive troll, and it's like, holy fuck, what the hell? And then all hell breaks loose when this guy shows up. Yeah. And I kept wanting to try to figure out who the guy is that that uh, voiced that actor. I'm not 100 percent sure if I could place it or not. The stranger character. The stranger. Um, but that was an incredible battle, um, which opened up a whole new door of possibilities. Uh, and it's also what kind of started uh, Kratos and Atreus on their, on their trek. Um, I beat the... Or I beat... I got to the first couple of steps of the mountain, which is the main priority after the stranger. And then got sent to Alfheim via the Bifrost. So I'm super pumped about playing it again. Pretty pissed that I have to be up so early tomorrow to uh, go to work and travel. And that I probably won't get to play again until Thursday. Mm. So, because I could have, this, this could have been an Uncharted-esque game for me. I could have kept playing. That good. All night long. Then there's that. Lionel Richie style. Are you thinking about upgrading to a Pro and 4K to play it? No. This won't tip you over the scale? No, because then I have to get a TV. You know, I already got the VR. I'm not going for double dipping. You already have one of the one of the trifecta? No, then you'll have to get an Xbox One X. Exactly. Which I've held off on. So, um, it's not it's not worth it for me. 
I'd rather save uh, those Deutschmarks and just purchase the next gen. Just save them up and that would make me feel better about jumping on the initial wave of next gen because you yeah. know it's just going to happen again. And I hope it's backwards compatible. Let's go around for Sony's sake. I'm most interested in an upgraded Switch. Really? I'm, what do you I, feel like I'm, yours is missing? No, I'm not I'm not interested in it. I'm just, uh, from an industry standpoint, standpoint is, uh, standpoint, um, <laughs> when it, it might happen or would happen, uh, just because that does seem to be the natural trend of things. Yeah. Um, well, remember, really, everybody was blown away by the DS, and then we got the DS Lite, and I was like, ah. Except, well, I was one of those people. I was like, I don't really know if I want to get rid of my original DS. And, and you got that new hardware in your hands? And it was great. And I don't know if I'd necessarily jump on a day one Switch Pro or XL or whatever it may end up being called. But I wonder if, A, it's in the works, B, it's the natural transition of things, or what. And I don't mean to get us started on another discussion necessarily. Cause we that'd be, a, that'd about, be a wormhole. Yeah, because we haven't talked about what you've been playing yet. Mm, it's one or two games. Yeah. We can go down that wormhole. Cesar, what do you think about it? Do you think that's the natural progression, or do you think it's already in development? Because chip-wise, this thing uses that Tegra X1, right? Yeah. So they could put the X2 in there, have everything be backwards compatible. I mean, the chip has to be upgraded because the chip's already cracked. Right. What? They've hacked... Oh. They've hacked that initial Switch launch, the they one we the, all have. They hacked the CPU. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can't do Upgrades coming. And you can't do a f- like a firmware patch to seal yeah, it out. It's not a it's software issue. It. It's hardware. Yeah. Yep. So all of them are affected. All you can do is just ban the consoles. Right. Keep yeah. from going on the eShop. Saw that article too. Yeah. About the they finally doing the van hammer, bullshit. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll get a cleaner version. I don't know if it's gonna look any better, but we'll get a cleaner version. They've never been huge in power upgrades. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's always been slight. But I think we'll get a redesigned, cleaner version, especially with all the people having issues with the casing cracking under the heat. So, yeah, I heard another report today about somebody's that was just warped, just from use. Warped, yeah, and the the grill up top just breaking off. That's mm-hmm. what I'm afraid with mine. Is it just getting so hot that it warps? Are you keeping it out when it gets hot, or is it in the dock when it does it? I'm keeping it out because when I, when yeah. I've shown it to you or let you see it, it's been out and playing. And um, that's another thing is. Do you see them breaking off the combo style of the Switch or, you know, portable and home console in one? Or do you see it being separated out? They work so hard to keep this together. And they're still selling every Switch they can make. I can. Yeah. I see them just riding out with what they have. Yeah, that was just a discussion point because I, I think the same thing. Yeah. I think it's too great of a concept. Like Cesar said, you're going to see some sort of variation. I bet it'll be just a different uh, model number, but it won't be. I don't think physically it's going to be any different. No. Yeah, we're still going to see the same. It just have different guts. And I don't think it'll have better or worse guts. It'll just have something sealing off that I mean, that Tegra loophole. They'll update the, the casing, too. I mean, whatever issues they have now with this first batch, they'll fix it up. So. Yeah, but, the, I mean, I'm talking about a, a, like a, the next step, not just no. a, a couple I, of issues. I, I don't know. You don't I mean, think anything like that is in the works down the road? No. Okay. They're just riding the wave. They did talk about um, more 3DS games coming up. That was in their financial report thing. And a 3DS successor. And a successor. But they mentioned that to the DS, the GBA, and the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Or the was it the Wii at that point? Where they were talking about the third pillar? The only one they killed off was the Game Boy. Right. That was it. But they said the Game Boy was the third pillar. Yeah. And they, were, they would have a successor to the Game Boy. But the DS took off and just sold like Gangbusters, so they didn't need to. 
What about a, a cheaper device, like a Game Boy type device? A traditional type handheld? No. I, I don't think... It just it depends on the price points they're going with. I mean, that's their argument. So... Plus, Maybe. you have all your teams making Switch games. You're not worried about the fragmentation. You have these B teams making 3DS games mm -hmm. and ports. Like, we still have Luigi's Mansion coming out. That's probably one of my most anticipated games this year. I'm actually super pumped about it, too. Yeah. Whenever that comes out, we need to make that our game club game and maybe not play it most of the way through the <laughs> month. It seems like everything we do. Yeah, we're all about some game club. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to move on What's to what I, what I play. What's game club? Yeah. What have you been playing? I dove into Hollow Knight, and that's going to lead into one of our discussions. But I'm playing Hollow Knight on Switch. This is one of the best games I've played this year, if not the best game I've played this year. I know y'all have seen the graphic style and all that. Cesar, have you started it? I know you comparse it also. I started the first two seconds and I was like, eh, maybe later. Yeah. Get past that initial... I'm not sure what it is. You start oh, off like whoa, a... Whoa, this is not the year of... It's not the it's year, not the year Knight. of no. Hollow Knight. This is the year, year of Tales. Tales. Yeah. So you play this bug decade type character. Decade of Yakuza. It is the decade <laughs> of Yakuza. The dynasty of Yakuza. It's been 10 years of fucking Yakuza, so... All the Yakuza games. So Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania-style thing. I touched on it a little bit last week. But uh, I'm enjoying things about this game that I did not think I would enjoy about games. It is super difficult. Like, I fought two bosses and one mini-boss. And the first mini-boss handed me my ass over and over and over and over. I died probably 10 or 12 times. Cuphead style? Yep. And it's just it's like that where you have to learn patterns and stuff. We talked about this with Super Mario Land. Yeah. So I fought a major boss after that one of the first, and I beat that one on the first go around. But then the next one, right before you get the dash move, um, her name is Hornet, and she's just super fast, and she's got three or four varied moves, and it's all about dodging, striking when you can, healing when you can. Uh, I'm all in. I got stuck at one point, and I just put it down. I didn't play for two or three days. Picked it back up and just found a new place that I had thought I'd been everywhere and treaded that ground and all that stuff. And I found a new place to go and it just took off from there. And it's one of those that I can't put down. The Switch has that, well, all the consoles have the on and off thing now. But just being able to put it to sleep and lay it down, I, I, it's like they're haunting me. Like I see it and I know where exactly where I'm at. I just pick it up and hit that button and be right back in. Friend of the podcast, Alan, keeps telling me I need to get it because it's a good travel game. It's, oh man, it's so good. Everything about it's good. Play with headphones. This is one of those games because it's atmospheric. The story's not in your face. You got to read things. There's things that are dropped. It's just, it's great. It scratches that old school gaming itch, Super Metroid, uh, Symphony of the Night, all those kind of things. You got an itch, you should probably get that looked at. It's, I'm using a cream and an ointment. Should still see the doctor. I have to alternate. These are their instructions. So, so that's that Hollow Knight. Yeah, I'm loving it. Absolutely love it. It's my game of the year so far. Hmm. Wow. All the games I've played. Wow. Game of the year. PUBG can't be game of the year again, can it? No. That was mine last year. It was probably. game of the year last year. No, Zelda was game of the year last year. Yes, it was. It was a long year. It was a good year. It was a good year. So there's some brouhaha right now with Hollow Knight. I figure we touch on that a little bit. We're a little over the hour mark, so we'll kind of wrap it up before too long. Get y'all out of here. Don't be sure. So Hollow Knight, we mentioned this on our last podcast. Uh, this is every bit a, I would say, $60 game. It looks like an indie title, that kind of thing. But once you get into like the art style, it looks sort of simple. But once you dive deeper into the game, you go to all the different zones, almost like Super Metroid, where they're, they're super varied. You have different enemy types, terrain types, all this kind of stuff. 
And I see this being a super long game. And some of the playthroughs I've seen and all that is like 60, 80 hours and stuff. Right. If you want it to be, if you want to find everything. There's challenges and stuff like that afterwards. This is a $60 game. This is on the eShop for 15 bucks, which is a steal. Definitely go get it. We mentioned last week that you can switch your region to the Mexican eShop and pay the equivalent of like $7.50. In pesos. It's 149 pesos. Pesos. Which strangely translates to $7.20 or whatever it is. Pesos. So there's a Brujaha online. We touched a little bit about this Bruhaha. in pre-production. Um, apparently, there's a couple of factors there. They don't get as much. The developer doesn't get as much money from you. And Team Cherry is the people that made uh, Hollow Knight. And they deserve Metroid. I'm in the camp now that they need the next Metroid game. I could see them making the hell out of a Metroid. but Or let them do their own thing. Um, part of the, the argument that was raised was that it hurts the Mexican eShop because the value is less there. And their digital assessor, I think you pointed out that their digital storefront's way more. It's a lot costlier for certain types of Their things. AAA games are like $10 more than what we pay. So it's not like it's a golden swan where everything is cheaper. Right. Don't everybody flock to the Mexican eShop and spend all your pesos. There's, an, the there's an actual website that differentiates between four or five different eShops where you can get the best deal. So you could bounce in between these different eShops. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the only difference, and this is what they would have to do in the Mexican one, the only difference is you cannot purchase anything from the Japanese eShop from a credit card. Right. Because it, it blocks mine. Yeah, it blocks everybody. You have to have a, a fucking eShop card to do okay. it. Okay. Can you buy a US eShop and do the Japanese store with that? Negative. No? You have to have Japanese eShop. You have to import those codes yeah. specifically. That's completely locked in. You can get in there and buy whatever you want in the Japanese eShop, but you have it, that's what you're limited to. You either have to have a Japanese credit card with a, a residence mm -hmm. or Japanese eShop points. Okay. That's how I've only been able to get demos then, because they don't care about demos. Correct. All right. So part of that is... Um, is the potential risk of driving up the Mexican eShop. I don't know. What was that argument? I'm how, trying to, I, 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 that, that argument doesn't make any sense because that's not how economics work. If people, I think if sales figures are known to be higher in a certain region, then the fear is that we'll either get locked out or that developers will not give the deal to the native Mexican eShop customers that they have been getting. Right. Because they get so very few deals. I think that's the two stinks that were being raised. Yeah, but, I mean, as it was already brought up by Cesar, is that some of their other titles are more expensive. Are more expensive, right. So, I mean, it's some give and take here and there. And, I mean, uh, you can't blame any consumer for comparative shopping. Um, I mean, you start bringing up the possibility of ethical shopping from the consumer side point, um, you know, why is there such a difference in the purchasing uh, price point for the, the title to begin with? Right. Why do we have to pay fifteen ninety nine and we could be paying seven fifty? Right. So, what what point do you draw the line of uh, yes or no? This is wrong. Uh, I mean, it, it's just it's kind of one of those unfair arguments that you, you're not going to win. It's just a point to argue. This is to people argue. whining. I mean, it's not like you're sitting there and you're purchasing a VPN to say you're one. Region versus when you're not, and to start that's what people are start like. stealing stuff. It's like you're in here and you're telling people you're from Mexico on this VPN because you're you're hiding your IP and you're purchasing stuff like how how people in Europe has to use a VPN to watch stuff on Netflix over here, right? Because yeah. people do that. That's how they're treating the whole thing. It's it's just a whole 
It's, it's just over. It was overblown. Right, I think I do think it's just an argue to argue type thing, and, and they're blowing and it, it completely yeah. out of proportion. And, and that game is. I think if I looked on that little spreadsheet, that game. Hollow Knight is more in other regions than it is in the United States. It's just the way it prices things in the store for however reasons. Economics, as Russell yeah. was saying. So the reason I wanted to bring this up as a discussion point was I bought this game. I'm loving it. I recommended it last week on the podcast for people to go out and grab it at the Mexican eShop. Then I find this reset error thread where they're going in on people about paying less for it and I'll send you $7.50 so you can buy it and or to add to the 750 you were going to spend and all this. I got to feeling bad. So I wanted to bounce it off the guys and see what our see what our stance was on that in case we had to roll back how we felt about it and what we said last week and not send people that direction. That is no. the worst way of thinking. I mean, that's you can use that argument for anything you buy. It's true. Cuz we could go and buy a physical copy in Mexico and it's we're spending I mean, the just, same just amount. in general, I can go down and buy tires cheaper somewhere else and somebody would argue me like, "Well, you don't know who did this and built this and you're right. you're taking money out of the you're taking food out of these kids' mouths. I mean, you can make the argument for anything you want. Right, and I didn't do anything illegal. So. And you didn't do anything illegal. We changed our our region on our eShop. Mm. We bought the game with our money, and we switched our region back. You quite literally went to a different store to buy the same product. In a different country. And it was in a different country. But that's why I was calling it a different store. Right. Um, I think it ultimately boils down to what you said earlier uh, in pre-production. You, you were not going to purchase it at fourteen ninety nine. Right? Uh, it was on my list. I thought the art style was super cool, but it most likely neat. with my budget and my backlog, I was going to have to wait for a sale. Right. But at $750, they, I was in. Yeah. That, that was my buy price. So my argument completely is that, you know, capitalism wins out. Uh, the consumer gets what they want, and the, the producer also gets what they want and need because you have more people buying it. Yeah, they're flocking to a different country to buy it. But different produce, store, and it's a different store. But that that uh, manufacturer and that producer is, in the end, getting uh, a result that they were not getting beforehand. I would not have bought the game at fifteen. Exactly. Right. And I'm willing to take the jump at seven fifty. Yeah, seven fifty is nothing. And loved it. Yeah. And I will. We talked about this in pre-production. I'll probably buy the limited run physical copy or whatever physical version of this also comes out and support the developer some more. And yes, they may be losing out because it's coming through Mexico as opposed to Canada or something like that. But at the end end of the day, they're still making more than what they already have. So what I'm confused is, is somebody from Nintendo going there and, and and providing them this information, like how much money they're losing, this developer. So it was mentioned in the thread that I was reading, this was on Reset Era, that the Hollow Knight developer is a member of Reset Era. They're on there somewhere. Yeah. But I never saw them chime in on this thread. The Team Cherry people? I wouldn't. That's probably be a bad PR move. I mean... I don't know what their input would be. They may say, hey, get our game wherever you can and play it and help us. I'm digging out my Switch now. Y'all hear some noise. I want to see where it's at on the eShop. Like, if it's totally being destroyed on the U.S. eShop by also being cheaper somewhere else. Because well, last I looked, it was pretty high. No, I mean, Reggie made a comment that it's sold very well, so... I mean, my argument would be that if I had produced this game... Uh, you know, I'd be happy if anybody bought it at all. We and talked about it last week. It sold 250,000 copies in yeah. two weeks on Switch. It did crazy. It burned it up. So I want to look at these numbers. I'm not. I'm not sure where the argument is. If there actually, excuse me, is an argument or somebody I mean, just got. Feel free to email us if you. you we, I mean, we're saying something we don't know, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot of lack of information for a lot of complaining. Yeah, if we're, if we're talking about just just, uh, yeah, it's number two. 
I pulled up bestsellers on the US eShop. It's not Hollow Knight is number two. What, behind what, Minecraft. Yeah, it's not hurting. I like I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how how that system works for them. I think some people have just gotten a little butt hurt with what they perceive as a slight against Team Cherry or whatever the case may be or what, because this is a non issue. Hopefully we have a As far as we know, unless unless Team Cherry comes out and like, hey guys, you know, we prefer you You're killing us. <laughs> you buy this from the eShop and I mean if somebody nobody is saying anything unless it's hearsay, somebody says something from Team Cherry said something to somebody else and they're like, Oh right. I make this crusade, you know. But they also jumped into the game knowing that's exactly what could happen. I mean they don't they don't decide the pricing. That's a Nintendo thing, so yeah. developers don't pick pricing on retail or on uh, this the I don't even know. What I mean, the shop skews. They get it. They get it. They get a cut. I don't know what the the contract is. I'm sure they can't talk about it. Right. So, my argument is still that they're making more than they would have, even if it's a cheaper price. Yep. I You'll, spent my seven fifty versus not spending fifteen. So you get two people that buy it at two fifty, as opposed to maybe one that buys it at. at you get seven fifty. You don't get fifteen dollars. I mean, that's why yeah. some people get it. Uh, Sells to sell. Would you have bought it for fifteen? Not until it was on sale. So and now probably, there's, the, there's it, the two of us buying it. probably wouldn't be on sale for, what, $10? So oh, There's you, the two of us buying it, half price, and hyping it up on a podcast. Exactly. And have sold two copies already. Right. I don't know. A lot of what I get is just, it's just if Team Cherry's big in Reset Era, just somebody's just trying to suck up. That's what I see. I think it's just kind of a keyboard warrior type deal. Like, oh, I'm going to fight Crusade. So they'd be yeah. like, oh, he's good. He's I'll a good pick guy. up this banner. He's oh. a good guy. Oh. Yeah. Why are you being so cheap and spending 750 instead it, of 15 it, prob- it probably started out of a result of somebody saying, hey, guys, you can do this. And then some fucktard coming along and saying, oh, I don't think you should be doing that. That's not right for the company. I mean, I want to see where this thread has gotten to. And, and maybe we'll have an update next week if it goes anywhere. No, they locked it. They locked the thread. Yeah, because it's nonsense. I'm waiting to see what they said at the end. It's just flame war, bullshit, internet yeah. garbage. That's why I don't do community boards and stuff anymore. Maybe all right. Somebody at the end said, I'm going to ask the moderator to block this thread. It went off topic really fast, and everybody has discussed both sides. I understand both sides. Sorry for the trouble and the mess. Somebody, and the moderator said, good idea, and that was it. Yeah. Because you're telling people how to spend their money. Yeah, because that's American. So, And they've decided for us to... They've allowed us to spend our money where we want to by making it region unlocked. We didn't do anything that wasn't there. I mean, if they need to fix a system, they need to cry and complain to Nintendo about it. So, and I'm assuming if it was bad enough, then Nintendo would fix it. It's the First Amendment, so, freedom of the dollar. When people take advantage, of, this is from Reset Era Thread. This is from member. I'm not going to read his name. Anyway, when people take advantage of things like this, we get a higher fixed prices because in order to stop people from paying a couple dollars less they have to readjust the prices in our store to match the u.s price imagine paying 30 dollars for u.s u.s for hollow knight instead of the 15 that's what's going to happen if they decide to fix this for mexicans if you consider mexico's minimum wage of about four dollars a day which i would completely understand i would no i could get behind that argument if we didn't already point out that the triple a games are more expensive right so they're already accustomed to shelling out more that they just so happen to get this game at a discount does not mean that the world is on the shoulders of every consumer everywhere else that they can't I mean, just switch three everybody's a- acting like if there's one game and they're like oh if we just switch to the mexican store eShop, we'll get everything so much cheaper 
all all the gains we're getting at below market value because that goes that's what they're acting like yeah right so i mean like this is that's not the case some secret closet with a guy ringing a bell come get your cheap game it goes against business sense for the mexican e-shop too because if they have people flooding their market essentially why would they want to close that loophole they're getting money they've never gotten before so i did the same thing we weren't doing our podcast then but i know we all talked about it i did this exact same thing when the switch launched i got shovel knight for like half price i did too the big treasure trove Mm -hmm. collection there was not none of this went on, but yeah. then about shovel night. It's only night game. I'm telling you, it's because their affiliation with reset error that somebody's somebody somebody's like, I'm gonna take on the banner for them. They're gonna think I'm cool. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll be like, oh, this guy fought for us. Yeah, he's awesome. He's sucking. Like up. that'll happen. I definitely think it's a case of the keyboard warriorness. I mean, if we're wrong, you feel free to email us. But. Yeah, let us know what we're doing. If, I just, if that's the I just case. hear a lot of uh, name calling and accusations and hearsay and that whole thing. So and no actual anything in the developer, no, to our knowledge, has not said anything. No, either. no data to provide other than like, oh, this is what happens or inflation. I mean, there's where's the proof? It's not uneconomic. Where's the proof? It's not unethical. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. So what is the problem? Here's a guy, this is my case, he says, uh, especially helps me since we're on a tighter budget this summer. School's out, daycare's expensive. That's me. Plus, it allows me to spend time in the living room with the wife playing the Switch while she watches her crappy reality shows. So, that's me too. I played it on the living room all day yesterday with my headphones. Was that your comment, actually? Yeah, that's me. I'm the uh, Curious George uh, logo there. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, I think that turned into a 25-minute discussion that ended up being pretty good on Hollow Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the news is not really news, so we'll just skim over that real quick. Michael wanted to announce. Michael's not here with us due to a scheduling conflict. Hopefully, he'll be back this weekend. So we look forward to having Michael back again. I know he played some banjo kazooie. Uh, news is not a whole lot of stuff. We have two announcements for release dates: Shinmu One and Two. That's what I was getting to. Uh, they're coming August twenty-first, and that's PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. Said weird ass because it's like, what is it like? Two days before Yakuza Kwame too, right? That August is fucking loaded. There's that uh, gif of all the the Sega fans yeah. celebrating with the Yakuza fucking August releases. Yeah, you walk music. It looks like that with the there's like the banners and streamers and all that. Fucking August, fucking September. It's bullshit. It's a rough end of the year. Yeah. Also in August, just announced is Monster Hunter for Steam. That's like native 4K, 60 frames per second. It's like the, that it is. the beast monster hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, Warframe is coming to Switch. That was the I don't know because this is almost like this uh, was a uh, Russell's launch game <laughs> uh, for PS4. He's going to continue on the Switch. He's like, whoa! I've never created a profile because <laughs> it's locked behind something. It's my favorite oh, game. God, <laughs> never seen the intro too. So we downloaded this and tried it. When we played, it was like this three-on-three online basic. Free to play. I played a little PS4 bit of it when it came out, but I don't think I was hoobla. It reminds me. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. It reminds me of that Ark Evolved game. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Arc Where we Evolved. thought it was this caveman dinosaur simulator, and then we saw it at E3. And it was this crazy was ass crazy thing with like fun. lasers yeah. and people. These free to play games just go crazy. So Warframe is this whole nother deal than it started off being, and apparently it's super profitable for that studio, just going free to play and making all. There's like two big expansions coming this year. So this was the game that Panic Button was working on that we alluded to that they had said they got a major announcement coming up. It's Warframe. That doesn't really excite us, but free-to-play, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I tried Fortnite. I tried Fallout Shelter. It'll do well. Gerbil Edition. Gerbil Edition. And we'll leave it at that. 
Uh, Darksiders 3 is coming out November 27th. That got a date today. And that gives me exactly four months to be one and two. Did you Let's get that, it done, guys. Did you buy that $40 Xbox? You're going to go after no. Ponyboy? They already pulled back the licenses. Yeah, I know they were going to. Yeah. Because so, it's the same bundle they sold. It's just the first two. Some, and three. Well, no, no, no. They've sold that bundle before, but it's just the first two. Like, if you go in the PlayStation Store, it's just the first two. That's what they called it. So, somehow, somebody screwed up in the back end and threw the third game in there and thought it was the whole version. Yeah. Because there's so many different SKUs of it. I think that's what they screwed up at. They just put it in the wrong bundle. So, the last time I did that and got in on it was uh, uh, Fallout 4 on Xbox. They, they gave you everything for free. It was the game, all the expansions, everything. Outsiders so or Darksiders? Then there's that. So I text everybody. Everybody downloaded it, but they ended up just giving us... They pulled back our licenses and gave mm-hmm. us $5 credit. Well, yes, I remember this. Yep. And somebody clarified in the thread, the only way that they can't pull back the license is if you use gift cards. That's the only way they can't? Yeah, they can't because they can't refund you money. On the gift card? Yeah. Or like whatever, so Microsoft it. points, they can't refund you. You got it if you yeah. use the card. Yeah. So you need to be sitting around on $50. Somebody, somebody, put it on, somebody put it on Twitter like, hey, if you guys were smart... You would buy this with uh, whatever their points. Oh God, system. we're we're back into the eShop ethics of <laughs> points and licenses and it's thievery. System. Here we go. It's okay because it's a triple A studio. We're not fucking over a small. Well, oh they're, God, they're more, they're, more <laughs> they're more expensive than in the Mexican eShop. Yeah. So. Probably have to get two uh, two gift cards. It's okay because we're in the and we're in the U.S. store fucking people over, not in the Mexican one. America first. I still feel, even after we discuss it, I, there's a certain way I feel about it still. And Just the fact that somebody thinks that something I did was wrong, I'm like, uh, I'm in shambles. People think I do wrong shit all the fucking time. Really? Like I'm some kind of And thief. that eShop thing is like going to take you from out? the developer. We're here for the small man. And the eShop the thing is going to take you out, yeah. I just worse shit I did. I still think about it. You only I mean, sleep I pirated on plenty of music and movies right. and stuff. Pirates? I didn't play any. Uh, no Sea of Thieves? This is oh god we didn't even mention it until just now. No, he did. He One hour and twenty one minutes in, and we've just now mentioned. No, he's mentioned Bridge Crew of the Sea. Sea of Thieves, Bridge Crew. Yeah, he's mentioned that. The other Bridge Crew. I yeah. thought that was Star Wars Bridge Crew. Nope. Nope. He said well, it, it is the Star Wars group that plays both Star Trek <laughs> yeah. Bridge Crew and Sea of Thieves Bridge Crew. <laughs> yeah, he said Bridge Crew of the Seas. The nerd heard. All right, Cesar, so catch us up on Game Club game for July, and then we're gonna get out of here. Oh god, what was that? I already fucked with. Kanjo Bazooie. Misty Mountain Hop level. Nope. Misty Mountain. I'm not, I'm not falling for this time. Was it was a Mongo Mountain? Bam, 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 bam. Is it Mongo Mongo Mountain? Mumbo's Mountain. Mumbo's Mountain. Mumbo. 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 He's the the Tiki Man guy, Mumbo, right? Mumbo's Ring. Do you have a copy of Rare Replay? I don't know. All right, so we talked about this pre-production. Did we talk about it? No, we talked about it. In I was this I was sent a text message saying Banjo Kazooie is our game of the month, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. We talked about it earlier, and what we can play it on. <laughs> I had had a very little say in that, but luckily I had a rare replay. So you fired it up. How does it look on Xbox One? It looks like an N64 game on Xbox One. Super beautiful. <laughs> it, looks it controls well. Blocky as well, and I get five shades of colors. So some people prefer that's a real colorful game. Some people prefer this to Mario 64. Are you one of those people now? No, because I'm collecting shit all day. I'm, I'm going. I'm going through the fucking level. I'm collecting honeycombs, eggs, stars, penguins, red coins, whatever little fucking blue coins, fucking blue uh, coins. pterodactyl things that are in multicolor. Yoshi's. Um, oh yeah. What the else? Jingies. 
Are they it, called Jengis? I don't know, man. I'm just I don't know the lore. Jengos. Shit. I'm over here and I'm, I'm. So are you saying it's more like Donkey Kong 64? No, it's not that bad. They have. And, and, this is the same studio. They haven't gotten to that. Point. And I'm, I'm collecting jigsaw puzzles. Jiggies. That's what I was trying to yeah. come up with. What are those green so, things called? The pterodactyl things. So no, I mean this is this is bullshit. No, 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 no. It was an hour me in the first level just collecting shit. How's the soundtrack? The Grant Kirkhope soundtrack. Yeah, it's alright. It's fucking great. I don't know about great. I gotta see what those things are called. Alright, so what are you... This is your first time playing a Banjo-Kazooie game, right? And this is gonna be your yes. first, right, Russell? See. Alright, I've played this opening level. Every time I start up Banjo, this is what I play. So, I got the Treasure Cove. I started getting eaten by a shark, and at that point, I needed to stop. I couldn't even make it down to the bottom. Like, that's where you have to go to start with, I think? I don't know. They put me on the beach with a crab. You I don't understand. Swim underwater? Oh, I did the Treasure Cove. I'll yeah. be in that one. It's the next one. It's the one where you have to dive down. I don't know the lore. How so. many shines are on that level? Yes. We're going to go there. Mm. Spiral Mountain. Gruntilda's Lair. Mumbo's Mountain. There's two mountains already. Treasure Trove Cove. I like that soundtrack a lot. That, that was a good level. Clanker's Cavern is the one I got to. There's one, two, three. Six four, levels, right? Eight more after that. Uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you already out? Yep. All right, Russell, we're going to have to step it up. He's got... Your oh. tails, not your banjo. Year of the Kazooies. Your banjo. Banjo you. Year of God of War for me. I've already played one. Jiggies are the for puzzle pieces. What are those other things called? Oh, the, the fucking bird base? I'm sure people Rainbow are screaming thing? at us. Five, six There's only one hours. person screaming at us. It's, it's just Michael. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael, write in and let us know what the pterodactyl is. No, 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 no. This We're a fucking organic uh, podcast, so... He gave us a correction last time because I forgot about Tales of Symphony. Yeah. It'll probably be on the Instagram. No, because you, you said it was on, what, PS4, PS4. and it wasn't. This yeah, is what not. this is. That was common knowledge. I was just thinking out loud. Sure, it's even common knowledge for me. Multicolor. Pterodactyl things. Thingamabobs. Thingamabobs. Thing, uh, I just looked up Banjo-Kazooie collectibles and all I found was Jiggies. Guilty Spark 343. Banjo... Kazooie. It's like being back aboard the show. Jinjos. There we go. I was close. I and this is me searching. <laughs> this is me searching multicolor thingamabobs. Banjo Kazooie. And the first thing I brought up was Jinjo. It's up there. See? Thingamabobs. Thingamabobs. Jinjos. It actually worked. Jengos? Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a pterodactyl. Yeah. Fucking thingamabobs. So there's what? There's like I'm not five of those on every level? There's five or six? I don't know. Yes. Uh, was it BK? It's five per world, so it's 45 total. There's a purple one, a green one, a red one, a yellow one, and a yeah. blue one or orange one. Jinjos. Try it out, Mifi. You'll yeah. like this game. Google you have a replay, right? Do you have to swap out and become Lanky Kong and, and jump on nope. the different ones? You're just banjoing to, to, yeah. to get the blue ones and then go back to... They hit, Like I said, they haven't gotten that bad Diddy yet. Diddy Kong gets the red ones. I never played Donkey Kong 64. I never will play Donkey Kong 64. I tried We're gonna so play hard. We're going to play on the one day. I no. tried so hard about four and a half, five years ago to play through it. I wanted to power through it. I wanted to beat it because it was kind of a shame. I just beat an Ocarina. Huge 64 kick. I got pretty fucking far. We should have beat that game when we got it. Because you remember how we played it when we got it? Yes. There were three of us playing it. Yes. So that bullshit swapping it out and getting the coins in the same place with a different character would have worked with the way we were playing it. Me playing by myself? Nope. Not fun. Because you can literally see the bananas and stuff. There's there's a reason why... you can't get them. There's a reason why that game is not on a re-replay. 
And it's not because of Nintendo. It's, it's pretty it much Nintendo and it's because it sucks. <laughs> it's like one reason. <laughs> no, it's because it sucks. In my world, in my version of the world, Nintendo was like, "Put this on your rare replay. You can." This have is the it. only way people are gonna fucking play it. Here's an expansion pack. No, we'll take Goldeneye. No, we gotta hold on to that. <laughs> you know, it actually would be good that way. We should probably try to stream it and do it like we did Star Fox Adventures. No, just okay. We play one level. Somebody's DK. You get all the DK so, shit. Then you swap out, and can somebody I, can, does it as. Can good. I just have the controller on the ground and just me on the phone, and then telling somebody to do that? No, because I don't want to do any of that. You're in the room with them on the phone, no. and you're Where looking at the TV. Where are we going? No, it's horrible. I'm Ooh. hungry. I slept in most of that game. You yes, <laughs> slept through the end of that game because the end fell off. I just the woke beginning up. was interesting. No, the beginning was great. I woke up and then Start, you, you guys Fox threw the controller at me and told me to keep playing. And I don't know what the fuck was happening. We wanted to go to sleep. This shit was boring. <laughs> I was asleep. We Y'all woke my ass up. We just had a pack to want to beat that game and it get it like off the road in the morning. I was sleeping so fucking good, and you woke me up like, "Here's your turn." I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." <laughs> Y'all dead ass tired. We've got Quiet. New, new equipment and shit. <laughs> what does that do? I don't know. I'm I'm rolling around like I, I, how did I get to the fucking Mayan temple? I don't even know how we got there. That game was not that good, and us three playing it is in my top memories of gaming. That so was a blast. Was that was we good. need to do that with another game. I'll sleep. More. Donkey Kong 64 would be pretty good. No, I was. Sleeping I, more. I, I think it'll be good. I think the problem with Donkey Kong 64, though, is... I will is come here drunk. Go, we don't have time in this podcast for what's wrong with <laughs> you. You go, you go halfway through the game before you unlock all of the characters. So you've already spent just a shit ton of hours going through those uh, early levels with the characters you already have. Then you got to go back to those early levels with the new characters. And you got to remember all that shit and This is bullshit. Can we not talk about this? You never experienced it. I don't. I'm listening to it. It sounds like diarrhea. I don't want to experience it. You slept through it all in Star Fox Adventures. And you got okay with that. Third person (laughs) diarrhea is not the same thing as the person who actually has the diarrhea. It's just people diarrheaing the same toilet and not flushing it. That's all I'm hearing. But you're just watching them. You don't actually have the diarrhea. Why am I watching? Join us. (laughs) Shit fire with us. I'm leaving the place. I'm vacating the house. I'm burning it down. Sharing the hot pot. (laughs) All right, so our August game club game, which we're going to stream until we beat Locked in One Room with someone throwing a snack through the window is Donkey Kong. And toilet toilet paper, apparently. (laughs) I'm shitting in every corner in this room. Bring more buckets. So All right, stop. we're going to get out of here. <laughs> it's been an hour and a half. Thank you guys for joining us. We are No Podcast. You can find us on Google iTunes or Google Play, iTunes, Google Stitcher. Google iTunes is cool. Google iTunes. This is the alternate timeline. The <laughs> it's coming. Uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Awesome stock in a fruit company. <laughs> Force Gump's iPhone or iPod. I should download one of our episodes and put it on an iPod. You can, right? Don't know why, but sure. Just to see that logo and do the click wheel and all that. All right, we won't do that. We're also on Twitter. Okay. We're also on Instagram, <laughs> and you can send us any emails, questions. If you want to chime on the chime in on this Hollow Knight thing, we might touch on it next week. We might not. It might be some other episode come up. Just to wait for people to chime on I mean, we'll, what we'll do, what we'll do every week is just go through the eShop and find out what's cheaper, and we'll just bitch about it. That's true. We in different this. regions. Yeah, in different regions. I, I like you have Sweden. Idea. You have Australia. Mm-hmm. I'll take... Iceland. That works. Download the top seller 
and we play it. Just play it. So who's gonna do the Japanese one where I can't fucking buy this shit? It's so much. Me, me, me. Here. I want that. One. I call it Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. I get that one. I could just I could just browse the catalog. That's how you get seven thousand hours. I call it Tears Tribute. Uh, guys, I tried. I tried. I couldn't get anything off the Japanese eShop. Number one game system settings. It was super fucking cheap there, but oh well. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for joining us. This was a fun one. We'll catch y'all next week. Red alert. Shields up. Arm torpedoes. Cesar, watch the forks. Cheese dance.